0: Cold calling sucks. Knocking on doors sucks. Talking to strangers sucks. Selling stuff the way you were taught to sell stuff absolutely sucks. Hey there, workplace warriors. If you are looking to build profitable, lifelong relationships, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Do This, Sell More podcast, where you can make more money than you ever imagined and still get home in time for dinner. Don't miss out on expert tips and strategies from best-selling author, Dave Lorenzo and his high performing guests. The formula is easy. Listen and take action. In other words, do this, sell more. Now here's your host, the master of relationship sales strategy himself, Dave Lorenzo. What if you could have a conversation with Napoleon Hill? For those of you who don't know, this is the Do This Sell More Show, and each week I come to you with a brand new interview with people who will help you grow your business. So today, I have for you the modern day version of Napoleon Hill. Now, if you've never heard of Napoleon Hill, shame on you. You got to go out and get a book called Think and Grow Rich. Napoleon Hill was a guy who spent his entire career talking to entrepreneurs, the most successful people of the day. And he distilled the qualities of those folks into a wonderful book. And that book, as I mentioned, is the title. The title of it is "Think and Grow Rich." Well, today we have for you. We've scoured the earth, and we've found for you the modern-day Napoleon Hill. We've found him all the way over in Germany. I have with us on the show today a gentleman by the name of Raphael Badzig, and I'm going to spell his last name so you get it right. It's B-A-D-Z-I-A-G. Raphael has spent his last couple of years interviewing the 20 most successful billionaires all over the world, and he's distilled it down into less than 400 pages. I got the book right here in front of me. The name of the book is The Billion Dollar Secret. Now let me read Raphael's bio to you, and then we're gonna get right to him, and he's gonna give you the secrets that make billionaires different from millionaires. This is an important distinction. Those of you out there who are listening, I know the Do This Sell More show has a lot of listeners who are millionaires. Well, basically, you suck. You think like mediocre business people. Raphael is gonna teach us how to think like the world's most successful business people. Now, I've built this guy up, but let me read his bio so you understand really who he is. He's a global entrepreneur. He's a top TED speaker, so you can go check out his TED Talks. We'll put some links to his TED Talks in the show notes on the website and in the show notes on YouTube. He's an award-winning author. He's been, in, he's been on all kinds of TV shows. You, you can see him on NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox. He's been in USA Today, The Wall Street Journal. He's called the billionaire magnet, and I want him to tell us today why we should think like billionaires and not like millionaires. So all you people out there who've got seven figures in the bank, great. We want 10 figures in the bank. That's what we're looking for. So, Raphael, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us all the way from Germany.
1: Thanks, Dave, so much. I am so proud to be here. And uh, I have to tell you, this is probably the best intro I have ever uh, gotten until now. So, thanks so much. I am uh, flattered and uh, humbled by that.
0: Tell me about millionaire thinking versus billionaire thinking. I was half joking when I said the millionaires suck. But in the book, you say that millionaires are really just mediocre entrepreneurs. Why do you say that?
1: Well, because I'm myself a millionaire and I have been that uh, for some years already and I don't feel successful with that. you know. I have created um, the first online shop for sporting goods in German-speaking market. I was pioneering e-commerce in uh, Europe. And uh, after several years into the business I realized it looks uh, very successful from uh, the outside or what mainstream would consider successful. I built a multi-million dollar company but it didn't feel successful from the inside it's not about you know how much money you have it's about you know how the business works and it was like an uphill battle all the time and firefighting and i could see competitors coming later growing faster outcompeting me and uh, surpassing me and i realized there is something missing in me as an entrepreneurial personality
0: So tell me, you know, one of the things that I found fascinating about the book was the mindset and the approach to money. You say in the book that when it comes to work, billionaires work for different reasons than millionaires work, right? You talk about how millionaires work kind of to get rich, but billionaires, it's kind of a byproduct of what they do. Talk about that. Help our help our help the folks who are watching on YouTube and listening on the podcast understand the, the difference in thinking.
1: Okay, uh, let me finish the last thought um, uh, at first. So uh, after a while, I realized, you know, uh, being a millionaire today is just uh, mediocre performance. It's like average. Uh, I mean, in, in the States, one in 20, uh, people in business is actually a uh, millionaire right and like every second is actually bankrupt so from those who are not bankrupt 9 in 10 uh, 9 in 10 uh, uh, finish up bankrupt so out of them every second is actually a millionaire so this is nothing uh, exceptional today and the best entrepreneurs in the world are naturally billionaires so this is how why you should be a billionaire or learn from billionaires rather from millionaires uh, if you want You know, to play basketball in NBA, in the main leagues in the world, would you like to learn from your local hero or from Michael Jordan, right? So, this is why I decided uh, to learn from billionaires. I hope you don't hear the thunderstorm here we have just, you know, in Germany.
0: Uh, no no we're, I mean, listen we're we're good we we have thunderstorms in miami all the time we i am in a room where we can't hear anything from the outside i can't hear anything so the audience okay. can't hear we're good
1: so let, let's start with the um, you know attitude towards money
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, or the motivation so one of the main differences actually in the mindset of millionaires and billionaires is actually the main motivation why are they doing that and if you are like most millionaires, like most entrepreneurs, most entrepreneurs work in order, let's say the average entrepreneurs, they work to become rich, to, they earn money to spend money. And this is actually something that makes you successful to some level and then uh, it stops you on some level. Why? Because, with, because maybe around 25 million right, right now, your personal life is maxed out it means there is no much improvement beyond that that you notice in your personal life right i mean if you start having uh, golden sinks and and so on uh, there is not much uh, that you can improve in your in, in your life beyond that or there, there is actually you know uh, if your yacht is uh, 50 meters or maybe 60 meters or maybe 70 meters but the amount of work you need to put into getting like five million more, ten million more in your net worth, it has just—it's just much too much uh, in relation to the uh, to the output or in relation to to the impact on your personal life. So that's why, if you have this motivation of uh, living in luxury, of uh, you know, like spending habits, like high-level spending habits, then you will get this motivated around uh, the net worth of twenty-five million, and then of course your business uh, suffers. Uh, you may stagnate or you may go bankrupt generally at that at that stage millionaires like most of of millionaires say you know i have a comfortable luxurious life why should i uh, hustle more uh, i should live comfortably now and use the, the money i have made so, this is the mindset of millionaires and billionaires have different motivations and that's why they never stop and that's why they grow and grow and grow and uh, become so extremely successful in business. Because you need to realize and your uh, viewers need to realize the gap between millionaires and billionaires uh, is extreme. In uh, Billionaires are an ex- extremely rare creatures. Only 1 in 5 million people in the world uh, on average is. A billionaire. So it's like winning uh, the main pot, like meeting a billionaire by chance on the street is comparable to winning uh, the main pot in the national lottery, right? So for that book, I needed to interview at least 20 billionaires. So do you know anybody who won the main pot in the national lottery 20 times? Uh, Common sense tells us this is not possible, right?
0: And here's what I really like. You, you interviewed billionaires from all over the world and you found in, the, in this book, in the, in the Billion Dollar Secret, you found and you've distilled down the characteristics that, that these folks all had in common. So when you tell us That billionaires think differently from millionaires. It's not just you know Raphael's opinion. It's what these twenty people have said that's that's common among them. And to me, that's powerful. I think you know whenever people present anecdotal evidence, when they say, "Hey, you know, I happened to sit next to somebody on the plane and he gave me this advice," this is you've talked to twenty people who, as you said, it's very it's very hard to track down across multiple cultures all over the world and these things are what they have in common now i'd like you to tell us about your acronym for boat you know the the acronym that you use b-o-a-t is in the book and i want you to tell us about that acronym why you use it and how you know how the different billionaires how they presented it to you in your conversations
1: Right. So, first of all, the book is written in the walls of billionaires, right? So, there they are a lot of quotes, there are a lot of uh, apparently they stories, but I wrote them in, in their words. So, this is first hand wisdom or first hand knowledge. It's not like, you know, I read some books and uh, compiled them into one book. And as uh, most of the, the books you have read until now, if they are like compilations of very successful entrepreneurs, the authors just don't know these persons, and uh, the, these books they tell more about how the author thinks than how the people uh, think that he writes about, right? So, this is the difference in, in, that, in that book, and also the global approach. So, as you said, uh, different cultures, different industries, different religions, different, of course, world regions, uh, and also age groups, right? So, uh, I could draw the common denominator of all these folks, and this is also one of the Differences to Napoleon Hill, who apparently I value a lot, a great inspiration, but he did it just in uh, in the states. There were no uh, means to travel globally at that time. So this is like very encapsulated knowledge, and here we have like these universal um, um, principles that um, are valid independently of where in the world you are. And independently also of time, because I had also the comparison to what Napoleon Hill found and I could compare it to, to my stuff. Right? So, now coming back to the question. both. This is an acronym for 4 words. Belief, belief in yourself generally, optimism, assertiveness and trust in yourself. And generally this is um, uh, one of the principles or a notion that helps you Overcome uh, the challenges, the difficulties in your in your career, right? Because uh, it is a fallacy uh, to think you know you can become a billionaire by chance or uh, by lucky strike and you know one great deal and you you are a billionaire. No, these people I have here in in the book, they are from traditional industries and they worked on that for decades, for entire lives and. You need to realize nevertheless that the speed of the year, how, how quickly they build their wealth is just outrageous. i get, I give you an example. I had a friend who was telling me like 2 years ago he was making like half a million a year. Right, half a million dollars a year. So by all means, he is a millionaire in net worth, right? Because he's doing that for several years. Uh, of course, uh, a millionaire in net worth. But you have to realize, in order for him to become a billionaire, he would have uh, be born before Jesus Christ, right? With that speed of making money. So, and billionaires manage to become billionaires just in, within one lifespan. This is just outrageous. Okay, now coming back to uh, to the bone, so to say, it is a fallacy that when you listen or you read these stories about overnight success, success doesn't come overnight. It needs a long preparation. It needs a lot of hustle, and first of all, also overcoming all the obstacles and um, and challenges. And there is always uh, something going wrong, and there is some always something like stopping you from achieving something and you need to overcome all of that and for that you need this boat, so uh, you need to believe in yourself, you need to be optimistic, you need to be assertive, so uh, you know, stay at the ball so to say and then of course trust that you can you can do that and I can give you some examples here uh, like Tim Draper, American, um, legendary VC um, investor in Silicon Valley he is. Uh, he was the first investor in Tesla, in Baidu, in Skype, and several other companies. And Tim told me, you know, that actually you have the choice to be an optimist or a pessimist in your life. But pessimists never achieve anything. They always tell you the reasons why something can't work. And optimists are the only people who actually can achieve something because they believe it may be in some cases or in many cases they are they are wrong but uh, in the uh, in the cases where they are right then they are able or they uh, they have the chance to achieve it right when optimists or were pessimists uh, never achieve uh, anything and uh, also when you read through that book and if you read for example the first chapter already, you realize that all these billionaires they didn't become so extremely successful because of the conditions they were born in, because of uh, some favorable uh, circumstances. Now, they became uh, so successful despite of all these conditions. With most of these people, nobody, never, uh, not you and not your not your audience would like to change in, in their lives. I mean, from uh, what level they started and the difficulties and also poverty and hunger partially that they had to overcome.
0: That's great. Today we're talking with Raphael Badzig, and I'm gonna spell his last name for you, B-A-D-Z-I-A-G. We brought him in all the way from Germany via the magic of video. He's giving us the billion dollar secret. He's talking today about the facts that he's distilled from his interviews with 20 different billionaires across multiple cultures, across the globe, And Raphael, I'd like you to spend some good quality time with us talking about the six habits of wealth. Let's go into the six habits of wealth because the first two have nothing, absolutely nothing to do with money. So I want you to talk to us about the six habits of wealth and why they're so important. These 20 people who are billionaires gave you these six habits. It's a gift that you're gonna give now to our audience. So share it with us, please.
1: Yeah, I I mean, generally, it's not like uh, billionaires think about money. Uh, I just uh, published a video on my YouTube channel uh, with Lidio Parisotto, a Brazilian billionaire, who just uh, says, you know, we don't think, I mean, billionaires don't think about money. Money is necessary uh, in business to build something. This is the universal fuel in business. But this is not uh, something uh, that, uh, for example, you Parizotto, or other billionaires I have interviewed work for. I mean, you may work for money uh, till you, you make your first million, or maybe today till you, till you make your, your 10 million, your first 10 million. But after that, you have a different uh, fuel that propels you, and this is your passion. and uh, I have described several of these motivators in my book. But coming back to your question. So, the 6 principles or the 6 habits of wealth, these are shared by all the billionaires. And first principle is that billionaire entrepreneurs, they get up early. And every of my interviewees, they have this habit. They get up on average at 5.30 a.m. Some of them get up even at... I have billionaires who get up at 4 a.m. Right? The others may be at 6 a.m. but on average 5.30. So, get up early. I describe a sneaky method how to make yourself get up early in the book so you can find it out if you read it. The uh, second habit is keep healthy. So, all of these uh, people uh, they have their like sports routines. Usually they, they are built in, in, in the morning routine. So if they are like over eighty, even even at that age, they go like walking regularly or stepping uh, stuff like that. But of course, if they are young uh, younger, they play tennis, they uh, do sports, and uh, also quite an striking percentage of billionaires were actually um, sportsmen or were like professional. Um, Athletes in their uh, younger careers, because apparently sports is teaches a lot and has a lot in common with business. And I describe that in the book. But you know, to make the thing short, I won't uh, go into that right now. The third uh, habit, which is really important, is to read. Generally, all the billionaires I have interviewed read a lot of books daily, usually daily. And what is surprising, they don't read. Only like you have this maybe image of a successful entrepreneur who reads like Forbes and you know business uh, press every day. This happens also, uh, but uh, they generally like to read and uh, some of the the beginners they don't even read business books. They actually read uh, fiction, right? But uh, generally the habit of reading, this is important the next thing is to contemplate uh, so they take time every day for themselves they take uh, take time out to think about their businesses to think about their lives how to improve uh, stuff like that so this can be like meditation but not necessarily like contemplating while walking or maybe while uh, taking showers so those who contemplate while taking showers uh, they Take very long showers, like half half an hour, forty minutes shower, right? And the uh, one uh, the, or the last uh, habit is uh, routines and uh, rituals. So all these um, habits they have or the activities during the day, uh, they are like ritualized, right? Meaning, uh, they are built in a certain structure for the billionaires, so they don't have to expand any mental energy of actually organizing them and doing them. Uh, they do it like automatically every day or on a regular basis because it's a ritual or it's a routine. So, a uh, typical they have usually a uh, morning routine, they have a routine when they come to the business and where several activities are put together and then they can follow these activities without expanding like additional, uh, organization time and additional maybe mental power. Right.
0: And, and you, you highlight habit six in here as discipline and it strikes me that you can really wrap all of these habits together in discipline. So for example, if you get up at four 30 in the morning, and you exercise, and you do it every day, what you've done is you've gotten up early, uh, you've created a ritual or a routine for yourself, and you've gotten healthy. You've wrapped three of your habits in habit number six, which is discipline. So that's four of the six habits right there. I want to talk to you uh, uh, quickly about...
1: But I want, I want to... Uh... You know, to add something here, it doesn't mean uh, that billionaires are superhumans and they are like extremely disciplined or whatever. No, they use certain uh, psychological tricks to make themselves disciplined, and I write about these uh, tricks also in the book. So, how you can uh, keep yourself disciplined, right?
0: We, yeah, two weeks ago, I talked to a gentleman named Cody Reed. Uh, we did an interview with him on the Do This Sell More show. He's, the, he's a general sal- sales manager in a car dealership. And I said to him, Cody, what, what do you do when people go into a slump, when people just can't sell cars? how do you How do you break them out of a slump? And he said to me, Dave, I have to tell you, the people who go into a slump don't do the same things at the same time every day. He says the people that work for him who have a, a structure to their day and you know most days, 90% of their days, they do the same thing at the same time every day. He said, they never have a slump. As long as they're doing things that they're successful at and they've learned to become successful at and they keep that structure, that helps them become successful. Now, what you're telling me is that can also help you become a billionaire. Correct?
1: Right, absolutely. So I have another chapter here, which is about are you fast? Or yeah, it's about uh, outwork them all with passion. So there are two uh, chapters uh, where this is somehow mentioned that you need consistency because most people just um, underestimate what they can achieve in several years by really consistent uh, performance in business. right? And uh, apparently, billionaires became billionaires because they were so extremely consistent of, a, of an extremely high level of performance in business for years or even for decades. And this is the uh, generally the result of, of that activity, or of being so consistent and doing the same stuff over and over again in, on a high level.
0: Right, we talk all the time. Uh, I do some stand-up comedy. I do I do comedy at clubs in front of in front of crowds. And whenever you get around a bunch of comedians, you talk to them, and they spend maybe two or three minutes in a ten-minute time frame trying out new things. They spend seven or eight minutes perfecting the things that already work, going over and over those things to make them even better. They take their strengths and they focus on hammering those strengths on a consistent basis so that their delivery is focused and it's consistent. i found in my own life that whenever I stray away from things that I'm really, really good at and I try to improve in other areas, if I spend too long away from those areas of strength, my, my performance from a business standpoint goes down. It's like in tennis. If you wanna make, if your backhand is weak and you focus on improving your backhand, you improve it to the point where it's just good enough. And then you spend as much time as you can hitting shots so that you don't ever have to go to your backhand. That's what being consistent is all about, focusing and leveraging those strengths so that you can maximize your performance in an area that makes you unique. Would you agree?
1: Absolutely. And I write it in one of the first chapters in my book that at first you need to know yourself. Right, you should know where your strengths and uh, where your weaknesses are, and of course expand on your strengths. And then in business, this is like known strategy to look for either business partners or employees uh, to somehow compensate your weaknesses. Right, to fit together a, a team, and this is also uh, something that uh, you know. If, Business is uh, maybe in um, contrast to stand up comedy, business is team uh, sport. So, uh, usually in every industry, you have the same business model and uh, you compete against people who have the same business model. They do the things the same way. And then, who wins? What this- Sides, I mean, who wins in that in that industry? Of course, the best team wins, right? It's like in basketball. The, the rules are the same for everybody. You know, the uh, training methods, whatever, it's the same. But the best team wins, right? So you have to to become a billionaire. You need uh, you need an army of people who uh, go in the same direction and do the right stuff. And for that, you need certain things like vision, like mission. That help you to inspire people to join you on your way and uh, to achieve you know to build great companies together right
0: Raphael, talk to us briefly about who billionaires surround themselves with, who do billionaires associate with are they are they hanging out with just regular people on the corner like who do biz- who do billionaires surround themselves with to spend their time
1: okay, you, uh, you will be surprised, but actually billionaires they don't know uh, that many billionaires around them, right? So, actually, billionaires are uh, what I called the dilemma is actually uh, I call it runner's solitude. I was told that by one of the billionaires, this is the feeling you have generally as, uh, as a billionaire. It means that it's something like you know it's lonely on the top but it's not i have i have to explain what uh, what it really means it means that uh, you know there is nobody around you in like your direct vicinity uh, that can actually understand the problems on your level i mean the problems you deal with i mean uh, apparently you can talk about the challenges of the business with your top employees right but they don't understand it on the same emotional level because apparently they don't have the same responsibility, the company doesn't belong to them or they uh, they won't uh, lose that money if, uh, if something go, uh, goes wrong. right? So, this is kind of uh, runner's solitude and surprisingly billionaires, many of the billionaires I have in that book, they actually have the same friends uh, they had when they were Young, they go up. Uh, for example, a UK uh, billionaire, uh, Peter Hargreaves. He go, He still goes to the same uh, pub with his friends from high school, and uh, they never talk about money. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he just keeps uh, uh, the, the same friendships. And of course, the closest uh, people they deal with are their family. And this is also another thing that is maybe surprising for your audience, for for most people in the mainstream. Most billionaires they don't lead this crazy uh, party life and uh, you know with a lot of affairs or whatever. Most billionaires actually have very traditional families that keep their uh, bags um, safe, so to say, and then they can focus on business, and that's one of the reasons why they can perform so well in the business and uh, some of the billionaires told me you know the one of the keys to actually become so extremely successful in uh, in business is the right partner so an understanding partner supporting partner somebody who can who sticks with you through you know all up and downs and uh, you don't have to worry about your private life you can focus on your business life and yeah so that's uh, that's about it
0: All right, Raphael, thank you. The name of the book is The Billion Dollar Secret, The Billion Dollar Secret. I want everybody to go to Amazon and pick up a copy. There's so much great information contained in these 323 pages that we could not possibly cover at all. It has been my pleasure to speak with Raphael Badziag, B-A-D-Z-I-A-G, The Billion Dollar Secret is the book. You can get it right now on Amazon. I want you to get this book because If you pick up just one or two things and you implement one or two things over the course of a week, your life, your business, your focus will be transformed enormously. In the last few minutes here, we've given you probably a dozen different things you could focus on, including the consistency of structuring your day, how to get going, and the six habits in order to to become wealthy. This book is a gold mine of information. I want you to go out and get it on Amazon. The link is below the video in the description on YouTube. It's below the video on my website, and it will be in the show notes on the podcast. Raphael, it has been an honor having you. Thank you for joining us all the way from Germany.
1: Thank you so much.
0: We will see you all back here next Thursday for another edition of the Do This Sell More Show. We're here every Thursday at 1230. Those of you who are listening on the podcast, I encourage you, if you like this show, if you like what we talk about here. I want you to go and give us a review, please, on iTunes. Make sure that you let everyone know how great the show is and the information you've received. And if you're listening on the podcast and you're not driving, I want you to go to YouTube and watch the videos because we include extended interview clips on YouTube that are not available on the podcast. So you gotta subscribe to the Dave Lorenzo Daily on YouTube. Until next time, I'm Dave Lorenzo and here's hoping you do this. And sell more. Do this, sell more. My name is Dave Lorenzo and my mission is to help you make a great living and live a great life. We'll see you right back here next Thursday. We hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Give us your feedback on each episode and get access to our free sales training course at dothissellmore.com. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time on Do This, Sell More.